Welcome to Coaches on a Mission. I'm your host, Dallas Travers, and this show is for values-driven coaches who want a reliable, authentic, and simple path to a business that you're truly proud of. My guest today is Stacy O'Brien. Stacy helps you take quick control of your legal issues and explore all options before actually hiring a lawyer. Now, Stacy is one of those people who you kind of hope you never need to hire, but boy, are you grateful to have her in your corner if you do need her, which is part of the opportunity as well as the obstacle when it comes to client attraction because Stacy helps folks who are facing a legal conflict, which at some point, by the way, will be 50% of us in the next three years. So basically, everyone is Stacy's potential dream client, yet nobody is. So this explains why nearly all of Stacy's clients come to her through referrals. All right, Stacy wanted my help crafting a simple plan to nurture the people in her world and the people on her list so that when a potential legal problem does arise, she's the first person we all think of. So here's what we came up with. Step one, get clear about who in your community could be a referral partner. Step two, define your vision for what you want your referral network to look and feel like in action. Step three, create a monthly content plan to nurture your referral partners with ease. Step four, follow what I'll call the reciprocity rule to build trust and affinity. Step five, use testimonials to celebrate your client's successes with each referral partner. And lastly, set the stage for referrals from the beginning with anyone who enters your community. All right. If you'd like to formalize a referral network for your own coaching business, you will love the simplicity and the community focus of this plan. Let's get into it. Hi, Stacey. Welcome to Coaches on a Mission. Hi, Dallas. I am so excited to be here today. Thank you so much for inviting me. Of course, of course. So before we jump in, I would love to know how are things going for you inside the hive? Well, how much time do we have? We would need a three-part <laughs> series for me to cover how much I enjoy being in the hive. It is just amazing. I've been there for, I think, about a year and a half now. Yeah. Time, time is flying by. And, you know, a lot of people talk about the amazing community and the connection. It's amazing in the hive. But I want, I, I want to mention, I want to give a shout out to the curriculum. Thank you for shouting out the curriculum. <laughs> I've worked so hard on it. <laughs> You know what? I can tell Mm. how many years experience you have, how hard you've been working on that curriculum. It shows. And I love how you're constantly updating it. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. The videos are amazing. And just having the curriculum, the videos there all the time, you know, in the background that I can just work on at my pace. If I have, if I'm having a great day and I want to work, I want to sit for eight hours and do it. It's there which sometimes that's how it is. You get, you know, 15 minutes here, but on the weekend I was really digging in I spent the entire day with the videos and it was, it was great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we're very happy to have you in the program. So thank you for that. 
I think we should just jump in because the topic we're about to discuss is not something that has ever been brought forward on the oh, podcast really? before. Nice. So we talk about it kind of on the periphery inside of client surge and maybe even parts of content confidence, right? Yeah. But to have a dedicated conversation about this, I think is going to be super valuable. So what is it you would like to walk away with from our time together today? So it's a little bit messy, but I mm -hmm. know you love messy business problems. I know that's one of your superpowers. <laughs> so what it is, is I would like help designing an overarching framework, and maybe it's a process framework, maybe that's the phrase, for my business that focuses on nurturing my strong referral base. Through your amazing coaching over the, the past year and a half, I've really come to realize how strong my referral base is. Mm -hmm. And that it's one of the biggest assets I have in my business. But I don't have my systems designed around that. So I'm a couple years into my business and the service piece, I'm, I'm happy with the service piece. It's established. I'll yeah, continue yeah. to enhance it. But it's the core piece is there. But I feel like I'm hacking my way through some of the surrounding systems and, and process. So if we could emerge from this session with, you know, a draft, like a straw model of how people enter into the, the service, enter into my world, how they go through and exit and how they stay connected after. Because people, people really want to stay connected after. That's something I'm yeah. realizing. So I have a couple of clarifying questions. The first one is, as I heard you describe that, what really came forward for me was you're thinking specifically about the network of people who you have helped. So essentially yes. former clients yes. and how to love up on them and stay connected to them so that requesting referrals feels really graceful because it's you're not coming out of the blue to ask for a favor, but also you're the first person someone thinks of when a friend might be entering into a legal conflict. Is that is that who we're thinking of here is really former clients. Yeah, exactly. And maybe if we could just press pause and leave the sales piece out, like the yep. sort of clients coming in who don't know me yet and just focus yeah. on the people that have an existing relationship. And I would even broaden it because it's not just people that have worked with me, but it's anybody that's had a discovery call. Yeah. Or even, I mean, can't we take it even broader? Anyone who has ever had an experience of your work. I'm just mm -hmm. thinking about your peers inside the hive. They've seen you. You're one of our member mentors. They've they've had a lot of contact with you. They've also seen you receive coaching. So they understand enough about your business and who you are as a person that perhaps they could also be, they should be someone who thinks of you first when they have a friend who's entering into a legal conflict. Yes. I love that. So the broadest definition possible. Yeah. So okay, great. had an experience with me, however that is. Yes. Okay. So our goal today is to create a framework or a process to build connection authentically with the people who know you and trust your work. They fit into probably three different buckets, former clients, former leads. Can we call the people who have been on a sales call with you and didn't hire you? And then colleagues. Do those feel like the three categories? Yeah, that feels great. So before we get into the details, 
This question has come up for you for a reason. So I'm just curious, even if it's super foggy and nebulous, what, if any, vision do you have for what this relationship marketing network, right, what this might look like? Yeah, great question. The million dollar question. So I have not started with list building or email sequences, like nurturing Mm -hmm. through email yet. I would love it if that was a main piece of this Mm -hmm. work. Like, I don't even mind if we talk about like the different types of like segregating the lists. Yeah, I would love I love the idea of the stories in my business, because that's, that's what people are interested in. And they seem invested in those stories. So they feel, yeah, they're connected to it because like, I think about the person that does refer people to me, like, it's such an amazing thing that they will actually like, you know, they're out with their girlfriend. They'll sort of lean into the table and say, there's someone, there's someone I think you need to talk to. You know, the, the other person's talking about an employment situation, like a crisis or a family law situation or business crisis. And that person cares enough to say, you know, there's someone you should talk to. Well, I want to just reflect to you because I have been that person at the table saying there's someone you should talk to. We've all seen law and order, <laughs> right? We've all heard of the, the scary things that can happen in the legal system right? We're familiar enough with how badly things could go to feel urgency when it's ourselves or someone we care about who may be entering into a legal conflict. So to be able to, with confidence, help a friend in need out is so satisfying and calming. That I think is rule number one with nurturing your referral network is to understand truly the gift you are giving folks when they're able to refer or recommend you. I feel that. Okay. So when that client goes on and has big success with, with me and we're celebrating the success, that is based on, I give a big shout out in that conversation to the first person that started it. Mm-hmm. The person that leaned across and said, talk to Stacy. Yeah. Like that success comes from that person and that referral. And yeah. I'm not sharing that. Like, I think that's some, something pretty special. And I yeah. want to find an appropriate way to do feedback loops within the system that we design to celebrate it because it's everybody. There's a lot of people that contribute to that success. Yeah. You know, okay. people in the client's life, but it starts yes. with that referral. So yes, absolutely. And I hear you, like whether the client loops back or not with the referral partner, you want to also loop back with the referral partner. I do. Yeah. And then I think there's I need to find an appropriate way to share a bit about the story. Like, of course, with everybody's permission, Mm -hmm. you know, about what it amounted to, you know, or what was at risk. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm a bit blocked, Dallas, is just what does that feedback loop look like? I know when we nail it, it's going to be, it's going to be great. Oh, fantastic. I have a few ideas. Okay. So the first step in this process is to just understand that the more you nurture the connections that you have, the more business will come in. Okay. So you've, you came in with that understanding, 
Step two, and then I think it's just helpful to organize our thoughts, put the different types of referral partners into buckets or categories like we did. Former clients, former leagues, leads and colleagues. Then the third step we took was just to define even really loosely, what is it we're aiming for here? What do we want the experience of this referral network to be like? And I heard a couple of things. I'd love to reflect them back to you. The first one is you want to be able to celebrate with your referral partners. You also want to, maybe it's a little bit of educate, maybe it's a little bit of entertain and a little bit of just creating a connection with the people who know you and trust you by sharing appropriately success stories, right? Or other, or warnings, depending on how things go, right? With different clients. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you said educate and entertain Mm because there is an entertain piece, like the legal the legal shows, legal culture, everybody, there's a lot of people that enjoy that, myself included. Yeah. So I would like to embrace that within this framework. Yeah. Because on its own, it's a bit, it's a bit tougher to wrap my head around, but within this referral machine, Mm -hmm. like this process, Mm -hmm. it's easy for me to visualize what that could look like. Yeah. I love that you use those words. Yeah. Okay, so I have a couple of thoughts here. The first one is, and you mentioned it, nurturing these people through emails consistently. Now, when we're looking through a marketing lens where it's B2C, right, business to customer, what what we follow inside the hive is to send one to two emails a week. I don't think it needs to be that consistent with your referral partner network. It doesn't need to be that frequent, but it does need to be consistent. consistent so yeah. what are you thinking in terms of the rhythm of the emails that you'll send out consistently to this group? A couple of things I've been thinking about. One, one of my core values mm-hmm. is simplicity. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is, it needs to be simple. I'm a pretty direct communicator. So I think short and sweet, like short, sweet and powerful I'd like it to be beautiful. I think I'm looking at Flow Desk. Oh, don't even. I'm, I don't, yeah, I'm I so jealous. It's so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> that is important to me. I'm, I'm really mm-hmm. saying that's important to me that it has that warmth. Yeah. Like, like Flow Desk offers. And I think, you know, maybe once a month to start. Yeah. Um, but I would love your advice on that. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to get in the weeds a little bit here. I'm thinking about the infrastructure of your marketing system here. So in a more traditional coaching business, let's pretend that you're a health coach, right? Someone opts into your lead magnet. They stay on your newsletter subscriber list and you're emailing them weekly, right? Nurturing them with tips and telling stories and all of those things. And every sixth or eighth email you send is a sales email. Your business, and I don't want to get precious with it, and I definitely don't want to complicate things, but your business is one where no one is your target audience until everyone is, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. I feel that. (laughs) So it's like when the time arises, the desire to hire you is extremely high, 
It's like a no-brainer to work with you. And knock on wood, hopefully that time doesn't arise all the time for people because you're helping them if they are up against a legal conflict. Yeah. I always say to clients, I am when they contact me, I'm so sorry that you need me. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I am here anytime you do. Yes. So yes. I think I want to stay top of mind. And I think through those emails, I think, like you said, there's a few ways to do that. Mm-hmm. you know, through educating and entertaining. And I I love one thing I want to talk to you about is I love all those. Is it the good news, the good news network or the good news movement? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I love the feel good stories. Yeah. And I think my clients love them too, from what I know about them. Yeah. Like every, everybody loves an underdog story. Everybody loves a comeback, a, just a, a great win. Like I, mm-hmm. I feel that through the stories that I do tell and what people yeah. connect with. Yeah. Yeah. So even just good news stories, just to stay connected, top of mind, I'd love it if it could, that could be a piece of it as well. Okay. So what I'm realizing is understanding that no one is your audience until everyone is your audience. <laughs> I love it's I, like, thank you for getting that. Yeah, it's a blessing and a curse, right? Yeah. And it does mean that consistency is even more important. So I'm going to propose, and maybe you can grow into this, but anyone who's on your mailing list is a potential client, whether they've worked with you in the past, had a consult with you in the past, or somehow accidentally ended up on your mailing list. We don't know when they're going to need you. And we also don't know when someone they know is going to need you. So I think the mindset we need here is everyone you meet is a potential referral partner. And now you are just the queen of relationship marketing right? So that you're the first person people think of and they already trust you when it's them or someone they care about who's facing a legal conflict. So yeah, go ahead. That feels great. Mm-hmm. Now I, I would ex- expect some people, some listeners would probably, that'd probably be their worst nightmare, but that immediately relaxes me and feels clear, clearer yeah. than trying to constantly, you know, segment and who's in, who's out. Yes. You know, you've heard me use the statistic before, 50% of of North Americans mm-hmm. will have a legal issue in the next three years, an everyday legal issue. Right? Right. And then the, ne- the next three years after that, I'll probably be the other half. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah. in, six, in six years, it's everybody. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I thank you. I connect with that. Yeah. So the rhythm of... I'm getting a pretty clear picture of what this communication might look like, and I'd love to throw it your way as a starting point, and then we can customize it. Great. I'm going to recommend that when this is fully up and running and you feel like it's simple and manageable, you're actually sending an email out every week. Stay with me, okay? We can start with every other week, and you can keep it there if that feels easy, but understanding that the stars really have to align for folks, right? Like I need to have someone I know with a legal problem who happens to share it with me within a reasonable time frame from the last time I've heard of you. And I just feel like those are too many moving parts for you to be infrequent, okay? 
And then the, if I can keep going, because I'm feeling very inspired, but Go for it, the Alex. rhythm. So we've got four weeks in a month, right? Typically. The first and third week of the month, you can share good news. And if you can, it would be great if it was somehow connected to the legal world, right? Even if it's really loose, I can't even think of an example right now. We need to reinforce what your expertise are and why people know you, right? I assumed it would all be connected. That was my okay, starting great. point. Great. So what that email looks like, I'm, I'm going to make up a super random example and we're going to edit this out because it's just going to be so silly. <laughs> my family, we're taking a trip to see my mother-in-law who lives in Washington, D.C. and we're going to go see the pandas at the National Zoo. So now I'm going to make up a panda in legal trouble. Here we go. <laughs> so maybe there's, a, maybe there's a good news article of a panda who escaped the National Zoo, right, and ended up crushing a car in the parking lot. And it's like a very funny story and it's very heartwarming and you can connect it back to like good thing that the owner of the car had car insurance and no one decided to press charges, right? So the email would be, if you've got two minutes and need a laugh today, click this link to read this article by the Good News Daily feed. I'm happy to report that no charges were pressed against the panda and he won't be needing my services after this debacle. Great. Right. So you're just adding value through, this is the entertainment strategy. So then I just feel like week two needs to be more education. So this is what I do. Every week I take what I think is, okay, we'll get really, I'll take you really under the hood of the car here. So every Tuesday, I post an original audio reel where I tell a story using actually Marisa Corcoran's story strip down method. We will link to that listeners in the podcast. It's also um, broken down for you in the hive, Stacy. But basically, you tell a story where the emotion of the story is connected to the emotion your audience feels, even if and the story becomes a metaphor for the legal trouble that they may be in. So one of my favorites, I tell the story about how I worked at a bank and thought we were being robbed and it was quite a debacle when in fact that was not what was happening. And how does that relate to your coaching business? You make too many assumptions when you sell. Okay. I take the script from that original audio reel and publish it as my weekly email to my list. So people are receiving it from me, video form, me speaking it, and a version of that script is published through email. You don't have to follow that formula. We can talk about what that looks like. But I think once a month, you need to showcase your expertise and teach people something. Great. Great. So this email may be a little more robust, but I think it's important if what we're doing is building trust and seeking referrals. How does that sound? That sounds great because when I originally, before, when I was scrambling around without the hive, which is funny when I think back on that, <laughs> I used to think that every email had to be teaching. Yeah. So you through your coaching I've and through the materials and the great worksheets in, in the hive, it's all laid out. So I understand yes. now what you're talking about. And, you know, those videos and those worksheets are always there to guide me. Great. Great. So we've got good news or a resource, something that you don't have to generate 
that you can share with your network that's designed to entertain them, uplift them, or touch them in some way. And you could have fun with this. It could be at the end of the year, it could be a list of the 10 books you read this year. You can kind of mix it up a little bit. Then we have once a month, that second week, where you're educating people, showcasing your expertise, giving them a quick action to take or something to understand. And this is where you can take inspiration from the clients that you've worked with. Yeah, well, originally, like, yeah, when I was thinking about even about the good news stories, there's, I was Mm -hmm. thinking there's so many big and small within the client stories. Like there's, there's such feel good, beautiful stories in there. So I think I have a lot to, a lot to pull from. Great. Great. And then I'm going to recommend that the fourth email every month is a very clear referral request. That feels great. I would love it. It's just regular. Like I love how smooth you are when you talk about your referral network. It's just so organic. It's built the way you do it in your business. Mm -hmm. It's just second nature. And that will be a a success measure for me when it's just, it just flows. Like you have that phrase within the hive, there's client search and then client flow. Mm -hmm. So it's the flow that I'm going after. And I will measure it at the end of the year, how comfortable I am. And I can already see it. As soon as we land this, it's going to be second nature. That's great. So the, the secret to that before it's second nature is to schedule it, <laughs> right? So we've just done that. And you can, again, have fun with these asks. Sometimes you can tell a story, right? Sometimes it can be a version of that nine-word email. Do you have a friend who's facing legal troubles? I am here to help. Forward this email to them. It's got a link where they can book a call with me. It can be as short as that, and it can be much more extensive if you feel inspired. But I think the regularity really matters. That's great because I've had a couple clients in the past, I think, month or two that have said, Oh, I wish I had something on hand. Mm -hmm. Like something just in my inbox, ready to forward, ready to send to somebody instead of having to reach out. So people are wanting to sort of arm themselves with something so they can help the people in their world. That gave me a really great idea. Okay, so the mindset I'm going to recommend we take on here is we're all in this together. No one wants legal trouble. I am here to help you. You are here to help your friends. Together, we've got this. So we'll wrap up this first section here, which is consistent communication. Everyone is a potential client. Everyone is a referral source. We're just going to build trust and top of mind awareness with this four week rotation of content. Do you have any thoughts or questions about that? Because then I have a couple of other ideas to spice this up a bit. I'm already in love with it. Wouldn't it be great if you could just build your business focusing on your strengths? I see too many coaches struggling to fit into a certain mold and they ignore the easy path. So let's put an end to that. What I want you to do is go to dallastravers.com slash quiz. I've put together a 45 second superpower quiz designed to reveal two things. Number one, 
the very next step in your business, whether that's list building, client attraction, or scaling with a course. And number two, the natural strength you possess to help you accomplish that task. When you get your results, you'll also get a custom built toolkit with actionable items you can put in place right away to finally make this growth path simpler because you're doing what you do best. So the link again is dallastravers.com slash quiz. Go and check it out and then let me know on Instagram how you scored. I would recommend that once a quarter, and if you look at the calendar and really wanted to get nerdy about planning, there are typically about four months of the year where there's an extra Wednesday, right? Well, we know that this week because you you do the um, co-working sessions on the fourth Wednesday of the month and it's only the 23rd and we had it already. We've got another Wednesday this month. So you could look at your calendar and on those months where there's a fifth I'm using air quotes for our listeners, week. It's never a full week, right? But if you send your emails out on Wednesday, there will be three or four months where there is a fifth Wednesday. That email could be, I'm going to recommend that it's once a quarter, and it's the how can I help email. Here's what I mean. Let's pretend you're sending this. I'm I'm reading this email. It came from you. It's in my inbox. Hey, Dallas, as you know, I'm really passionate about helping people feel grounded and clear about all of their options before they ever consult a lawyer. And I value this network so much because of the incredible referrals I've gotten. I would love to return the favor. So if you are a business owner, right, or if you need help in some way, I can't promise I'll be able to provide anything, but I'd love to find out if I can. Hit reply and tell me what you need. So you're now not going to be obligated (laughs) to return 5,000 favors. That's not how it's going to shake out, but it'll be helpful for you to also be open to giving referrals and giving back if that's what you're expecting from others. I love the reciprocity. That feels good. It feels balanced. It feels fair. It feels all, yeah, that makes sense to me. Great. And I think once a quarter feels like the appropriate rhythm. Does that align for you too? Yeah, I agree. Okay, great. The other idea I had now, and I'm like, I wrote the word thanks. Oh yeah. Now I, now I remember what that was, what that meant. (laughs) So you mentioned earlier, you want to have a feedback loop. You want to really be able to celebrate with your referrers when a client completes with you, right? Because they've like tied up their legal loose ends. What do you want that to look and feel like for you? Yeah, I don't know. I've been bouncing around, you know, a few things. I have tried a little bit, I think it's a loop and tie with the gifts for the larger referrals. I've been I've sent personal greetings and emails, like videos, tried a few things, but I'm I'd love to get your opinion on if you have your finger on the pulse of where the trends are, what's working you're always looped into that market research. And what do you suggest? Yeah. So I think there are two points of contact here. One would be, let's pretend I refer Wilma to you this week, right? Maybe you have a rhythm here where at the end of every month, you log in to postable.com 
which is where you can have, this is, if you've gotten, a, have you gotten any cards from the Hive? I'm sure if you've been with us a year and a half, we've sent you something. Yeah. Yeah. I keep them all. They're fantastic. Oh, you do. That's so great. So we use Postable. So they feel very personalized, right? You can even customize the design and everything, but we're just, Tracy's just hopping onto her computer, typing the, using the same template, customizing it slightly and clicking send. I think it's really powerful to receive something physical as a thank you. Thank you. So I would recommend when a referral comes in, you send a thank you card to the referral source, regardless of if the client hires you and how that work shakes out. Does that feel aligned for you? Yeah, that feels aligned. That's great. And then you could, when the client wraps up, you that's where you could send just a, like an update email. So let's pretend I actually referred someone to you who was having some conflict with a a rental, right? She was a, a renter and wanted to get out of a rental agreement for very valid reasons for the yeah. record. Okay. <laughs> so once that all wrapped up, right? So I'm imagining I get this card from you and I think, oh, that's, she did not have to send me a card. I'm just grateful that I can help my friend out. And then when the work wraps up, just getting a quick email from you to say, I wanted to celebrate with you today because I just had my last call with Wilma and I'm so grateful to say that that has all couldn't have wrapped up better. Thank you again for the referral. And let's both like breathe a sigh of relief for Wilma. Just a quick personal email, I think can go very, very far. That's great. You know, what's been missing for me, Dallas, and I, I just grabbed it when you laid it out is I have the thank, I've been focusing on the thank you piece, the mm -hmm. celebration piece. Yeah. It's as much fun for everybody. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Because the person who, I didn't refer Wilma because I wanted to be thanked. I referred Wilma because I wanted to help her. So that is actually more impactful to me for you to celebrate that she doesn't need help anymore. That's much more meaningful to me than like a Starbucks gift card or just a thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That, okay. yeah, that makes sense. I love it. So I'm guessing, we're going to keep this really simple, I'm guessing with your work with clients, you have a way with each case that you track the progress, and there's probably something that you do when you wrap up with a client, Is that, even if it's just like changing the color of the Google folder or whatever your process looks like. Is that accurate? You know what? It's not a great process. If I'm, okay. if I'm honest mm -hmm. and I, I'll just talk, I'll just narrate like why I think that is. So we, a lot of times we're, we're racing to the finish line. So we have some mm -hmm. deadlines and we have some pretty urgent things. Then we have a success and the person, one, one of the things I talk about is you get your life back because these yeah. issues take over your, your life for a while. So it's like, it's a wrap. It's a success. We did it. Oftentimes we're talking about, I can't believe we did it. And then it's like the person just runs back to their life. Totally. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's like the fastest exit, which I understand and appreciate. That's what I would do too. And then I keep it open for residual issues. Mm -hmm. So I don't oh. want to send something that says that's a wrap and, you know, all, all the other pieces because I don't want, sometimes that creates fear or a nervousness. 
Mm-hmm. They want me to keep it open for a while, either just because there's some dust that needs to settle or they yeah. don't actually believe that it's not coming back. Right. Totally. <laughs> so yes. I think I have a weakness in my system. It kind of just peters out. Mm. And then like a few months later, you know, I'm going through my files. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to put that into the next tier. I don't pack it away, but I just, you know, put it in a different category. And then everything's quiet with them for a while until suddenly I get a referral from them. Right. So Mm -hmm. I I need help with that wrap piece. I have an idea and you're right. Yes. Yay. (laughs) It's over. And hopefully we don't have to talk again, but please don't tell me we're not going to talk again because I might need you. Right. That's how they're feeling. We're not going to talk, but I want to know that you're there. Yes. Got it. Here's what I'm going to recommend. There is a clear moment in time when the big hurdle has been leapt over, right? I would recommend that you have in your workflow something built in a template and we can design it here to capture their testimonial in that moment. I use a tool called video ask. Have you used, have you been on the receiving yeah. end of that? Yes, okay. It's such a great product. It's so easy from the, the user end. Yes. Yeah. So what you can do, and I'll share offline with you a page that you can see this in action, but for our listeners, this is called videoask.com, and this is going to connect to these other arms of your marketing that we're talking about. And with video ask, it's a video of you saying like, hi, I'm Stacy. I'm so glad that I get to send you this video because it means we've crossed the big hurdle. So congratulations. I hope you're going to celebrate tonight. Could you do me a favor and record a quick testimonial? You can write it. You can give me the audio or preferably you'd hit the button here and record a quick video, whatever you're comfortable with. And I've got three sentences underneath this video to outline what you can say. So I'll send you a version of that we have for the Hive, but the three sentences are essentially, hi, my name is Dallas. I hired Stacy to help me with, and then a broad description, right? To help me with an employment issue, to help me with a conflict I had with my landlord. I'm happy to report that, fill in the blank, the issue was resolved. I saved $50,000. I got my job back, whatever that piece is. And the best part about working with Stacy was it made me feel blank. Awesome. Yep. And then guess what we get to do? Send that recording to the referrer. So we are catching two birds with one hand. Oh, that's right? great. So you've yeah, got content that you can share with your list. But now the email is Dallas, I want to celebrate Wilma. We crossed the finish line, knock on wood. And I asked her to record a quick testimonial I wanted to share with you. That's genius. That's such a big piece that's been missing. How nice is how nice would it be to get that video? Right? So much better than a loop and tie gift or any other sort of swag. That would be so meaningful for me. I love it. Like there's it's it's funny to say this having I provide legal services, but there's so much heart in my business. Mm, It's true. Through the referrals and the clients that I work with. And this aligns with that. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. 
And people want to say thank you. I, ha- I have to keep telling you that. People are so grateful for your help and support. It will feel so good to them to be able to document that in a way that they know will help you help more people and help your business. Yeah, to keep going. Like I love what you said earlier about we're all in this together. Yeah. That piece, and that's a bit of a brand, a gap in my brand. I don't know if it's personality or DNA. Like I've been waiting for that large, to grab hold of that larger piece. Mm. And hearing you say it, that's part of what I need to thread through the whole process system from the calendar booking. You because know, it feels very logistical at certain yeah. points because it's missing. What is this brand? What is this about? Mm. So, you know, that statement and these pieces of heart coming in, that's yeah. the brand. Yes. Yeah. And I know you and it really feels like it is you. Right. So I'm happy to hear that you feel like this fits in and maybe fills a gap. All right. I'm going to summarize for our can- listeners. Yeah, go ahead. That's what I was going to say, just like to talk about you and your coaching and the hive. It's amazing to me. You know, all of us, like, I feel like, you know, my personality, you know, my business, but you know what I'm about. And I really appreciate it. And it just takes this coaching to the next level because you know Mm me. Oh, thank you. That's why I don't have any friends, Stacey. I have to, I have to know who all my hive members are. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry. I like it. So let's continue with that. Okay, I'm going to summarize for our listeners here, and then I have one other tip, and then I think what would make the most sense is to have you share with us your nurture plan for your network just to make sure it feels grounded and integrated for you. All right, so for our listeners, Stacy is in a unique circumstance where everyone who knows her will be a client one day or will be a referral one day. It's just the nature of the work that she does. If that isn't the nature of your work, then you'll want to create like referral partner buckets so that you can just understand who in your world goes where. From there, we just visioned a little bit. What does the shape of this referral network feel like just to get into that experience of it in action? Step three was then figure out how do we want to nurture folks? So this is where we outlined a four-week plan The first and third week, you're going to share good news. This is where we're entertaining people. The second week, you will focus on educating them. And the fourth week of every month is a clear ask for a referral. We're all in this together. Now, there will occasionally be those months where there's an extra week in the month. So that fifth week is where we're igniting the reciprocity rule. And you're also like finding out from your your network what they need and how you might be able to help them. So from there, we shifted and then talked about how do we close the loop with referral partners? That first phase was how do we get organized? And then how do we keep refer how do we align all of the stars so that referrals come in when the timing is right? And now how do we close that loop? And the idea we came up with was after that, yay, we did it, email exchange or conversation, you are going to send a link to a video ask page where you're just celebrating with the person and giving them some prompts to fill in. 
That then becomes content for your social media marketing. It becomes one of your good news emails that you sent. And it's the way that you thank the referral partner to really close that loop. All right, I have one more suggestion here, and then I'd love to hear your interpretation of this plan or how you're going to move forward with this. I think it's really important from the beginning to set the stage for referrals. So what that looks like now that you're moving into email marketing is when someone gets on your email list, they receive an automated, we're all in this together email, which is kind of like, think of it as a welcome from the concierge, right? As you're checking into the hotel. It's like, I am so glad you're here. This is my mission. I believe we are all in this together because 50% of North Americans will have an everyday legal conflict in the next three years. So just know that I am here to help you navigate that before getting tied up with expensive attorney bills, whatever your dream client power statement is, right? Which means that moving forward every week, I'm going to be sure to send some good news your way. I'm such a fan of rooting for the underdog and celebrating heartwarming victories. I'll be sure to share some valuable legal tips that apply to you no matter what's happening in your life. And I'll be sure to remind you to send me referrals when and if you or someone you care about is up against a legal conflict. Because again, we're all in this together. So now everyone who comes in, they've got their referral partner helmet on before the journey has even begun. How does that land for you? It is perfection. This is exactly what I was looking for, Dallas. Because a big piece of the work that I do, the traditional legal world, it's so fear-based. And I know you've heard me say that before. Right. It's so fear-based. So to design something out of the gate from the beginning with that collective community piece and normalizing it and not playing into fear, it's good news stories. It's this is achievable. Somebody emailed me just the other day and said, you have made, I've worked on her, worked on a couple files with her. And she said, you've made everything like a fun problem to solve instead of a heavy burden. I thought that was the greatest piece of feedback. So it's no fear. It's just a normal problem. We're going to tackle it. Having that thread through the whole process is, is It's my brand. It is your brand. So we've we've captured it and we've, we made it to a system. Wow. In 45 minutes. I am so thrilled. I knew, Dallas, I knew you were going to bring extra magic and we were going to land this today. I just was so blocked. So I feel so energized and fantastic about this. I'm so glad. Okay. So what are the next steps for you now that we've created this process? What are you going to do with this plan? So I'm going to move into instant implementation and I'm declaring that for many reasons, one of which is accountability. Okay. So I have hired somebody who's starting next week to come in for half day with this project. She's going to be responsible for making sure this project moves forward. And we're going to go through all the systems, the existing systems, and then fill the gaps. So we're going to have a whole new process framework 
And I think it's top priority to get it done as quickly as possible. Absolutely. Great. So this episode for our listeners, we were recording about two months ahead of the air date. So by the time this airs for all of our Hive members, tag Stacy in the Facebook group, ask her how the referral network is going. So now you've got some pressure. Bring it on. <laughs> I want the pressure. I want the accountability. This is going to take my business to the next level. This has been missing for the past six months. I can feel it's been missing. And yeah, it's going to be the next chapter for my business. I'm so grateful, Dallas. I'm so grateful. Oh, it's my pleasure. You're welcome. And I want to underscore something that you just said for all of our listeners before we wrap up. Of course, referrals are the best clients, right? They come in like pretty much sold already because someone they trust sent them our way. And most of us have had the experience of a referral coming in. So then we assume that it's just magic, right? Referrals either come or they don't. We can't build a structure around referrals. We either just we just have to get lucky, and that is faulty thinking. So even if you're a coach who doesn't have this unique niche, having a structured system to invite in referrals and nurture your community applies regardless of your niche. Oh, you just showed it right now. Like anybody who didn't believe through this yeah. episode. It's it's laid out. Great. Well, Stacy, thanks for coming on the show. Good luck implementing this. Thank you, Dallas. That was just an amazing conversation. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you here next Sunday. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things <laughs> to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us. And it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor. And every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So... Let's be Insta friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers Biz Mentor. You can do that now and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you, it'll be worth it. Okay, thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week.